everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic Can't Hardly Wait one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. It is minute 93, which I have beginning with Amanda saying, excuse me, I think you dropped this. And I have it going through Preston saying, God, um, yeah. Right. So, (laughs) (laughs) this... This is when I think of when I thought of this movie as a as like a what fifteen year old sixteen year old. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the scene, of course, that I thought of, and the part of this scene, of course, that I thought of, which is right. You know, all Preston's only dreams coming true. Mm-hmm. Um, so I my first note is, excuse me, I think you dropped this. Gasp! It's Amanda. Right. Because. It's it's definitely uh, filmed as like a reveal, yeah, um, which is cool. I mean, like it fits the it fits the the tone of the scene. Yeah, it does pretty well. Um, and then she he's like, "How'd you find me?" And she's like, "I went to your house and talked to your dad, and he said you'd be at the station." Yeah, which is like a lot of work. I have a bunch of questions about this. Yeah. So up until last night, she didn't know who he was. Right. Myers is not an uncommon name. Did she go to the house of every Myers in the phone book? Hmm. How did she find out where he lived? Did she go to his house or did she call his house? She, I think she says, I went to your house. Hold on one sec. Okay. She said, uh, what are you doing here? Well, your dad told me that you'd be here, so I thought I would. Okay, so he, she doesn't say I went to your okay. house. Cause, yeah, because I had written down that she called his dad. She called his house. That makes so much more sense. Either way, though, like, how? How right. did she find out what his number was? Well, now, maybe and, is there like maybe there was like some kind of student directory. Maybe, maybe, and or you know, crying drunk girl in the harsh light of day, not so drunk, but still knowing exactly Preston's name, telephone number, anything, right, could have helped him out. You know, not that's, crying, not drunk girl in the morning. That's true. Gr- grumpy hungover girl, her oh, God, uh, alter yes. ego. <laughs> goodness because <laughs> yeah. she i mean like they, and in that deleted scene um she's like i know ex- i know everything about him so right if she whatever um oh also speaking of deleted scenes um a guy i recorded a um a movie minute thing with um uh-huh. where i announced our next movie Ooh. if you want um he had just gotten the blu-ray of can't hardly wait so okay I asked him, hey, can you look for, like, deleted scenes or whatever? Maybe they're in that Blu-ray. And so he got back to me after he watched it. And there are deleted scenes on the disc, but none of them appear to be, like, Crying Drunk Girl anything or Stoner Girl anything. I wonder if they had to keep the deleted scenes PG-13 as well. I mean, they don't usually, because they usually are, like, the special features on this on this disc are not... Like, they're basically, huh. I don't know what they say, but, like, it's like, hey, the special features are not the rating necessarily that the movie is. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, weird. That's a shame. And then there's also a commentary, I think, from 10 years after the fact. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So That was a long time ago. 10 years after the fact? That was yeah. 12 years ago. It's been 22 years since this movie came out, y'all. Mm. 23. It's 2021 now. It is. It is. I well, haven't. I haven't begun to do the math in my in my head uh, correctly on that one either. Yeah. So then, then. Oh, well, so, you had more questions. You had more yes, questions. My other question: How long is this workshop? Because he's he drove himself there, so his car is just going to sit in the parking lot. I've always assumed that it was a summer long thing, but maybe it's only a week. In which case, like. We'll get to this later on this week, but like, or maybe right. next week, but like, if it's only a week, what is the big deal? Right. I, I imagine that it was a, yeah, a long time. Yeah. In which case, like, why wouldn't his parents have driven him to the train station so that they didn't have to pay for his car to live at the train station? Like, I know that not everyone's parents, like my parents would have insisted upon driving me to the station and seeing me off. They would not have allowed me to drive myself sit at the train station by myself and then get on the train alone right my my parents would have driven me and waited with me and then said goodbye as i boarded the train but i understand that not every family is like that but clearly his dad was at least home right now here's my thing i think my headcanon now they didn't establish this in a scene when they very much could have established this but my theory is Denise is going to get dropped off at the train station and drive his car home. Oh, okay. I will no, that's accept unnecessary that. because, yeah, again, parents could have driven or right. whatever, but that's my idea. of the, Maybe his parents are out of town with girl whose party it is his parents because they're best friends from high school. But then how did Amanda call them? Because this was like pre-regular cell phones. Her... His parents are divorced, and his dad was home. So why didn't his dad drive him to the train station? Because his dad was on call at the hospital. And couldn't, and had to be by the phone because... His beeper was out of batteries. Okay. I feel because like... It I feel like blown his, up. I feel like his dad's not very good at his job if he let his beeper run out of batteries when he was on call at the hospital. I mean, last night was wild. There were a lot of cases of kids coming in. <laughs> that is true. Also, it was not a pandemic. So no. probably being on call was somewhat less exciting. In ter- not exciting. That's not the word I'm looking for. Somewhat less you're going to get called in. Right. Right. So, yeah. And like Preston wonders if sometimes his dad says he's on call. But he just wants to watch the Andy Griffith show when it comes on. <laughs> it's like, it's like five in the morning. Yeah, when it yeah, Andy Griffith. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. So, or or his dad works at night. His That's dad r- works at night, and he's just gotten home. He's just drifting off to sleep when some kid calls looking for Preston. Groggily, George Myers says train station and then hangs up and Amanda's like okay let's go and she hops in her Kia mm-hmm. I don't think Kia's then, existed in 98 yeah. but I could be wrong Um, she hops in her like Corolla and, yeah and I was gonna say I'm sure she drives like a Civic or a Corolla some kind yeah. of like sensible sensible sedan yeah yeah so yeah that's the that's the 100% absolute explanation of why uh, yeah Yep. 
Um, so then Preston sees that she has the letter. Mm-hmm. And he says, that's my letter. I thought it was my letter. And I wrote, these two are perfect for each other. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> smart ass, like, get in the way of themselves with the cool quips. Now, I'm not one to talk, I will say. <laughs> but it's just exactly his brand of smart ass. I'm like, oh, they are meant for each other. Okay, got it. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's very cute. It is super cute. And it means, and sort of a comfort, like, it's sort of a, oh, it's it's when you find out, this doesn't even have to be a romantic thing. When you find out that someone that you were sort of a little bit, like, intimidated by mm-hmm. is not only cool, but can play in the space with you. Yes. Oh, it's such a fun, like, you can see my eyes light up. Mm-hmm. I get giddy. I stop being funny because it's like, I just got this rush of adrenaline of camaraderie. Yep. Ugh. Anyways, I just am getting a little bit of a, like, a experiential, like, flashback of that <laughs> excitement. Oh, I love it so much. I'm, I'm As you were talking, I was, like, in my head going through, like, all of our friends that I have experienced that with. A new song starts playing. Indeed it does. Um, and it is by a band. You know, I would like to read a book, maybe like a, like a, a coffee table book or something, about all the bands that have different names depending on which side of the pond they're on. Okay. Like there's this band um, that it's a ska band called the beat in England. They're from England. Um, okay. And when they came over to America, there was an American band called the beat. So the beat had to call themselves the English beat. Okay. So like that kind of thing or, um, like, it's kind of like a Bud Buzz, Budweiser thing. Sure. Where it's like, because you're in this specific region, you have to have a different name. Right. Um, so this, the band is called Yazoo. Um, but they are called Yaz, I believe, in America. Okay. Just Yaz. Um, Yaz, Y-A-Z. Um, and the song is called Only You. And it's not that Only You, it's the other Only You. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the debut single by English synth pop band top pop duo Yazoo. Uh, it was written by member Vince Clark while he was still with Depeche Mode, which I kept as a note that Yazoo spun off of Depeche Mode. Mm-hmm. Um, they recorded it in uh, he recorded it in 1982 after forming Yazoo with Alison Moyet, who also has a link next to her name, but I don't know what that means. Okay. It was released as Yazoo's first single on the 15th of March in 1982. Became an instant success on the UK singles chart, peaking at number two. It would also reach the top ten in neighboring Ireland as well as Australia. In the US, Only You was released as the band's second single in November '82 and charted at number sixty-seven. It also made the US Adult Contemporary chart uh, and it made it up to number thirty-eight. So it was definitely like one of those things where it was like, "This is huge in um, Britain." It didn't do anything here, but it was huge in Britain. Right. That would that is just the kind of thing that you want, uh, in your like cool, eighties nineties um, like indie rock song. Yeah, uh, yeah, Yazoo, known as Yaz in North America, and Alison Moyette was uh, Yazoo was her first thing that she was in. So, um, maybe he knew her from something else. Anyways, yeah, um, it's fun. The internet's fun because you can immediately answer questions you had. 
Mm-hmm. And actually, that is the last bit I have of this minute. Um, I have that song. one more note where when she says, I thought it was my letter, he's like, yeah, of course it's your letter. I just, did you read it? And he looks shook <laughs> at the thought that she has read these words that he wrote intending for her to read, but then he threw it in the trash can and thought she would never read it. Right. And just the look on his face is... There are so many different things running through his head at that moment, and you see every single one of them. Yeah. All at the same time. Uh Uh-huh. It's... Just all crowding in the door. Honestly, this entire train station scene is just a really lovely bit of acting from Ethan Embry. Absolutely. There's... in, In minute 96, which we'll get to next week, there is a moment where... I'm just like, this is really, like, he was in that moment. He looks like he is just, like, it all just came rushing back. Like, he had sort of, ha, ah, okay, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go live my life. Mm-hmm. It's fine. She yelled at me. That hurt. I was a, that was an L for the press man. But he calls himself the press man just to himself because Denise I... asked him repeatedly not to. Yes. I I side with Denise on that one very much. <laughs> oh, no, me too. It's not me. It's Preston. Oh, I know. But he said, you know, that was an L for the press, man. But um, it's okay. It. <laughs> uh, when I go when I go to my workshop with KV, um, which I haven't told anyone about because I think it's so cool, I'll meet someone or it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then she's like, has his letter and he's like, Whoa, it's not fine. Everyone back to battle stations. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's like he he suddenly has to re- resume a a role. Like you know, oh, you forgot about the last show. You thought we were done with the matinee, but there's an evening show tonight, and you're like, but I've taken my makeup off. What's right? I, I threw away my my costume. Why? <laughs> Why did you throw away girl whose party it is? Scr- comes in screaming. Why did you throw away your costume? Because <laughs> she's a yeah. costume. Hey, that's yeah. No, yep, I. It took it took just a second. To I edited that that was a, an episode a, where we talked about her being a costumer today. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it was, it was fresh a, in my it was mind. A, a excellent uh, deep cut ref, and mm-hmm. I really like it. So yeah, it, it's just really funny to watch him sort of be like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Um, because I think there's nerves there, there's excitement there, there's yeah. terror, all that stuff for sure. Yes, definitely. And speaking of nerves, excitement, and terror. May I do social media? Go for it. Okay. Um, (laughs) We have social media, and it is this. Here we go. (laughs) We are on Twitter as a podcast at JE underscore Minute Movies. Mm -hmm. And I can be found on Twitter at Unabashed James. And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We are part of the Scavengers Network, which has a Twitch channel. And it is twitch.tv slash the Scavengers Network. Um, people play video games there. People squirt Mason in the face with water there. Mm-hmm. It's a fun time to be had by all. And you should go there. And there's lots of, like, there's archives and stuff. I found out that someone made a, a Detroit Become Human ref in a thing that I watched before um, Kyle and Tracy did Detroit Become Human. I almost oh. said Detroit Become Human, which doesn't I I sense. heard you almost do that, and that was... <laughs> I didn't register that I heard you almost do that until you called it out. So, um, so yeah, you should go check it out. Uh, Twitch.tv slash The Scavengers Network. 
Indeed. We're halfway through the week. We're doing great. Things appear to be wrapping up. And, you know, Aaron, we're going to get to the next minute soon. And I can't hardly... I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I kind of missed when that was our (laughs) sign-off. Um... But for real time, it's honeys. Go hot dogs. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.